like it was ooh. I'm feeling lucky, cruising down the riverside, west side of Kentucky. Ooh, I'm feeling lucky. Oh, yeah, big dog. Hey, folks. Welcome back to the Jack and Zach Talk Cat Show. This is episode number 21. How you doing, Jack? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good as well. Can't complain. Yeah. Our boys are setting at 4-0. <clears throat> I guess I can't yeah. complain about some things, but but hey, we're setting at 4-0. Mm-hmm. Going to pick them apart, are you? Nah, not too bad. I'll let you do that. But hey, guys, uh, we've been playing pretty crappy, but we've been setting some records, kind of been doing some historical stuff, been doing some cool stuff. We're going to talk about it all, but it's more headlines than usual. So we're going to try to do this differently than usual. Uh, bear with us if we if we fail, which we've done many times. But we're just going to go over the headlines one by one and talk about them. I know sometimes I go through all five of them, and then later on, Jack, don't even remember. So, so we'll do it this way this time. Aha! I see you've immediately thrown me under the bus <laughs> to start this off. Uh, what the hell, man? Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Just push the blame off on me. I think it'll be better, though. It's more of a conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never never do we just sit down with one another and say, here are all the things we're going to talk about today. <laughs> all right, now let's talk about them. <laughs> In order. <laughs> Willis, oh, no, uh-uh, no, we're not talking about that. That wasn't on the list. <laughs> but we do sort of still have a list, but. It'll lead to other shit. And that's another reason I'm doing it like this. Like sometimes we get to talking about something that's not related to the headline we're on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like it'll work out better that way. That's usually you that does that as well. But Oh yeah, I've been known to ramble. It happens. All right, you ready to just get it going though? Sure, man. And always remember, folks, these headlines are brought to you by the Backyard Chef. The chef, uh, uh, Big Tuna himself, did a, a birthday dinner for three of my family members. We had a, a family gathering at uh, my house last weekend. and I'm glad was I was invited. To- oh, sorry, man. You know, I'm telling you what, ever since uh, the whole COVID thing, the post office just ain't been the same. <laughs> so I'm sure your invitation was just lost in the mail. But anyway, he... Uh, man, all his food was excellent per usual, and uh, using those backyard chefs, he even threw in an extra hot sauce just because he knows how much I love it. So he still owes me an island infusion. I hope he's still listening to our show. Yeah. yeah. Good luck okay. collecting. No, I will get it eventually, and I'll I'll buy one too. Heck, you guys should buy one. Go check him out on Facebook. Uh, it's not the backyard chef on Facebook though. What is it? Do you know? <laughs> You know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many backyard chefs there are in uh, Western Kentucky, but he's the best one. So, whatever it is, Willis will find it and say it later on the podcast. That's that's correct. <laughs> uh, frick, here we are rambling and haven't even read the first headline. Oh, it's it's backyard chef. But then there's like it's at to look for it. You probably need to look up at Backyard Chef products. There you go. Holler at a boy. All right, we're gonna officially do this stuff. The headlines. Here we go. Number one, 
Um, Cavassier Smoke passes 1,000 career rushing yards at Kentucky. Our boy Rodriguez is dropping the ball a little too much, man. So shout out to Smoke for getting that uh, career achievement there. So we we can go anywhere right here. You want to talk about Smoke a little bit? You want to talk about Rodriguez? Let's do it. First off, pass the Cavassier. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, but for real, he – He's a good running back. You know, I think about A.J. Rose, he's probably better maybe than we think of him as. It's just Mm -hmm. he's on the team at the same time as a superstar. Like, A.J. Rose was there with Benny Snell. He's there with Chris Chris Rodriguez. So, he's overshadowed, um, but still a very solid running back. Hey, A.J. Rose is on the Minnesota Vikings right now, I think. Damn it. No, he was waived. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he was oh, waived. Oh, he's waived. He's waived. <clears throat> yeah. I was, but I had not for long on the tongue. Yeah. Well, but hey, I feel like Kavase is probably a little bit better than, than Rose was too. But I don't know if Rose had yards. He's probably a little more. Yeah, he did. AJ Rose oh, is he like, did. he's pretty high up in the record book. So the only thing I would say. How we've gotten on the AJ Rose podcast, but um, <laughs> he he and probably more durable. Uh, but Smoke's probably a little bit more dynamic in the run game, a little quicker too, maybe. So, and he's not dropping the ball, also. So I'm glad we got Cavassier to come in and run the ball the right way when our when our main guys did a little wrong. Love of God, knock on a piece of wood or something. Uh, <clears throat> After saying that, but yeah, Chris is, he's, he's fumbling a little too much and you know, everybody says, oh, it's in his head now. I don't, I mean, I don't know if that's as much or I feel like it, when you're watching him, if you see a guy that's fumbling, like you make a point, it's, it's, it almost becomes a thing that it's, it compounds because, and they see that as a vulnerability what is otherwise a player who has a very sound game all the way around. And so if mm-hmm. you find a weakness, you got to try to expose it. So I feel like I'm hunting for him now. And they're definitely going to be hunting for him Saturday. Uh, I don't want to get all up in that game yet, but so he needs to be ready to hold on to the ball. That's all I'm saying there. <clears throat> um, but we'll, yeah, we'll save our Florida conversation for the end. Let's get on here with a little bit of the good news. I mean, as I've said, we're 4-0, but we've been playing shitty. But, we, hey, still doing cool stuff. Mark Stoops officially broke the record for SEC wins as a Kentucky coach. That's our second headline there. So, look at Stoops again, man. I mean, he's doing things that haven't been done in a long time. He really is, man. He's, um, you know, to change a, a culture, um, not even just within your program, but, like, with the people outside of your program and your fan base uh, to do that takes a tremendous amount of work. A lot of time, you know, the SEC is also the best conference in America. So it's one thing I've always felt. I tried to talk to myself or talk. To myself. I was trying to think the other day, was I ever one of those was like, we need to get rid of stoops. And to be honest with you, I can't a hundred percent remember but I don't think I was because I've never felt like with Stoops, oh, we're taking a step. Yeah. 
I honestly feel like I was, sadly. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people were, and it's it's understandably so. I mean, there for a few years, it was rough. Right. And, and I don't know if I was calling for him to be fired, but I was definitely one of the ones that was disappointed that he got on the Maker's Bottle on that Keeneland edition because, like, he hadn't done anything yet. He's done yeah. some stuff now, though, so he, he earned it or deserved it. Yeah. It, may, it kind of makes that bottle even cooler now that it, it was kind of yeah, done. I don't have one before he was cool. Yeah, <clears throat> and I mean, if you got one, it'd probably worth a lot more today than it even was then. Well, I mean, hundred percent would be, but I didn't get one. Damn it! Well, hey, let's stick on the coaches a little bit here because I got something for you. Cat of the day, cat of the day. <laughs> here comes that what? Cat of the day. We're going to do a coach again, guys. This guy, his name is Vince Marrow. What uh, is his position or his title? Well, he, I believe, is the associate head coach. I think he is also a coordinator. I knew he was something with recruiting, but okay. And he is the tight ends coach. Okay. Many I, I thought he had a thought he had a few hats and I knew one of them was recruiting because here's this headline. Vince Morrow pours a little salt on South Carolina's wounds after the win. And I, I mean, that is a stud move right there. I mean, it's a, that's a beast move. I don't know if everybody knows what we're talking about yet here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the name to the kid. Dane freaking key. There's the freaking thing I needed to touch. Here's the thing guys. He's a legacy recruit. Dante Key, his father was a linebacker in Kentucky. Legacy recruit, but also is being recruited by South Carolina and was on an official visit to South Carolina with Kentucky coming to town. So I I mean, I, I guess South Carolina thought, okay, we're gonna try to beat this team in front of this recruit that they think they're about to get. And that wasn't the case, man. <laughs> and and Vince I mean, that was a terrible game, but we still got the victory. And Vince FaceTimed the dude after the victory from the locker room with all of them celebrating. And Dane was still with the with the Gamecocks. Yeah, God, the fact so that awesome. he answered the FaceTime. Yeah, it's so awesome. I mean, it's crazy. Oh. Like There are times when, especially in public, like I don't even want to answer a FaceTime for my wife. Oh, dude! You know what I'm saying? I, I like, got a FaceTime from my wife earlier while I was at work. I can't answer this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, kinda, dude, it's was... awkward, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Here I am. I'm in. This guy's crying in the South Carolina locker room, and this other guy's in the corner by himself. Oh, coach Merrill's calling me. What's up, Coach? And think about Vince. Like, not just the fact that he had the balls to do it. Mm-hmm. Think about the awareness. Like this is this is a kid we want. Honestly, you need him. You have to have him. Yeah. Um, because all of your receipts, because they're out of eligibility, or you're Wanda Robinson, and maybe you want to test the waters. I, I mean, I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying it's a possibility. And uh, so, yeah, man, that's that's that move right there is awesome. awesome. I don't know that we really gave Marrow his, uh, his due on Cat of the Day. Oh, yeah. I got more to say about him. Go ahead. I know when he first came on board with us, 
uh, I can't. He was was he at Nebraska or something? Tight ends coach there. I believe it was something like that. But him and Stoops were like friends. They I think they went to the same high school, so they they were friends. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people thought he was just bringing them on as a favor. Dude showed that he deserved to be there, especially when um, he stole a recruit from Ohio State, uh, Mister Chris Oates. Stole even stole even more recruits from Ohio State than that. Chris was the yeah. first one. Yeah, I mean it goes without saying he's an excellent recruiter. He's a genuine human being, and him calling Dane from the locker room just shows that he That's he awesome. would call Dane probably to recruit him. Uh, any other time, um, but just yeah. in that moment to think about that and the impact that that may end up having on that kid and whether he decides to come to Kentucky, those are the types of things he does to motivate people to come here or to come to Lexington. And Chris Oates is a good one to bring up because here's a kid that's from Ohio. And mm-hmm. obviously at that time, Ohio State, I'm pretty sure that Urban Meyer was still there and he chooses to come to Kentucky and is a stud. I mean, he was great. And Vince has done that with all sorts of guys. Look at his tight end room. You know, some, something that Kentucky fans may not always think about, especially, and who would, why would they the last few years when we all, the only thing the tight ends did was block and catch like one pass a year. But with Liam Cohen, Excuse me. With Liam Cohen um, and and this lineup of tight ends, you know, like next year, you're going to have Isaiah Cummins, uh, Keaton Upshaw will be back off injury, mm-hmm. and then the Dingle kid from Western that got in earlier in the game this year and made a great catch. So Vince is, I mean, basically everything he's touched since he's been at Kentucky has improved everything. I mean, Vince has been doing so good that Michigan state tried to take him a couple, a, a year or two ago. Right? Yeah, I think it, it, it might've been last year. I can't remember, but yeah, one of the two. Was it yep. just for, and, was it for the same kind of role or was that a head coaching gig? I don't, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't head coach. I wouldn't I think, think it would he, be head coach, but. The same thing. But they they gave him a pay increase. Yeah, it was a but, lot of money. Yeah, came and either matched it or beat it. I saw he's currently three year deal nine hundred thousand a year. I mean that's pretty good money. Oh, I'd take actually, it in <laughs> actually, he might have taken a little less money to stay here. Yeah, I think it it was an increase at Kentucky, but it wasn't what Michigan State was right. offering. I don't think. Yeah. I think they were over a million dollars a year. Oh, wow. Well, we, we're glad he stayed. We're about to move on, but just one last question. Let's say Stoops left us in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think of Vince being the head coach? Uh, I'd ask you first, where where does Mark Stoops leave us to go? Um, That's very, very important in this conversation, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know that. I guess the opportunity because there's really there's really only probably a handful of places he would leave to go. Yeah, Ohio State maybe, Michigan maybe. Yeah, if uh, if he if he goes to Ohio State, then 
no, Vince isn't going to be a head coach because he's, he's gonna going go. with Mark to Ohio State. Yeah. And All he's right, going to get paid whatever he wants. I mean, like, it's if something like that happened, that's the thing. That's part of the reason probably that. that's part of the reason probably why Vince stayed even when he could have made more money going somewhere else because he knows like they're probably in it together for the long haul. Yeah. I'm not saying Vince couldn't be a great head coach. I'm just saying like everybody we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And Vince is so good at what he does that it would almost for him to, I mean, look at the level Kentucky football is on right now with with the two of together. They work really well together, and it would almost be a shame to say, okay, well, Vince, you're really good at this, but, you know, now we're going to make you, we're going to switch gears like you're going to have to be over all the other coaches and in charge of personnel changes and the coaching carousel that is so on and so forth instead of focusing on recruiting okay so it was a question by me <laughs> no it was not a dumb question okay. i mean he he may want to be a head coach um but i think that it all like does mark stoops retire well okay well yeah then maybe he's maybe he's the dude you look at and be like look man you're already here we know you can yeah. recruit uh please that's what we need to pay do your first head coaching gig here. I mean, Mark Stoops had never been a head coach before he came to Kentucky. Sure. So it's not like he can't. So, no, that's not a stupid question. I just think it's very situational. Yep, for sure. Well, hey, that's our cat of the day. And there's probably some more stuff we could have said about him, but the hell of a recruiter. I mean, if I got that call and I was – I mean, I, obviously we're a little biased, but, I mean, I'd, I'd sign – I'd sign – Right there. <laughs> well, Mr. No Loyalty. No loyalty? He should be loyal to Kentucky. His dad played here. His dad played here? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Dane. Yeah, I'm talking about Dane. Like, if I if I got that call from from Vince, I'd I thought I'd you say. were talking about if you got the call from Michigan State. No, 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 no. no. For the million. That's not what I meant. No. I don't I know if it came like, off that way, but no, sir. What a sellout. <laughs> no, man, that ain't me. No, I'm saying if I'm Dane and I got that call, I'd, I'd say, hey, y'all look pretty terrible out there. I'm, I'm going to roll over here to Kentucky. And I would sign my letter of intent right there. Why would you not? Dane Key, like, we finally have an offense where you as a wide receiver should feel like you're going to be more of a, a critical part of the offense. Our coordinator is great. He loves to mix it up. Dynamic playmakers. He's putting in people, giving people a chance that probably would not have otherwise. I mean, what are you doing? Like, You, you have to come here. But some people make odd decisions all the time or seemingly odd decisions from the surface. That's true. But like I said, that was our cat of the day. Freaking stud. Glad we got him. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's move on to some more good news. More cool news, I guess I should say, with the bad play. I don't know why I got to keep saying that. We're 4-0, no complaints. Let's just move on to 5-0 maybe. We'll see. But here's the next thing. Matt Ruffalo's historic consistency saved Kentucky on Saturday against South Carolina. 
and I don't know if you saw this information, um, but the dude right now, is he a fifth-year senior? I believe just so. just straight up senior? Okay. I thought he was one of the fifth years. I appreciate that. <clears throat> he is 20 for 24 on field goals while at Kentucky. And currently that puts him at 83.3%, which is second best all time at Kentucky. Uh, so that's pretty solid. 16 on PATs for the season and 56 for 59 on at that. So dude's a solid kicker. I mean, we, we keep getting solid backs and we keep getting them solid kickers too, man. Yeah. You're exactly right, and and I wasn't going to argue with you about it, but for my money, you set this up perfectly. Okay. And what I mean, what I mean by that is, um, so you you said a couple of times like that we're playing poorly, and to an extent, I agree. I I agree that we haven't played a complete game where in all three phases we are good in the same game. Mm-hmm. We've also turned the ball over a lot. Terribly but, a lot of times. But we are we are 4-0. 4-0. So I don't know that, like, I don't know if saying that we're playing bad is necessarily the, the description that I would use. But um, the only reason that I say that is because of people like Matt Ruffalo. And he... So solid for some. I mean, he was a walk on. He's a fraternity guy. Yep. Uh, just you know, hanging out. I'm gonna walk on football team, and I kick it around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Damn, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, man, it's awesome. And then to, to be 83, percent dude, I'm taking it. I don't care who. It, I'm taking it. Like that's oh, yeah. good. That's good enough for me. And and then this is a little off subject, but the defense also. So to see how discombobulated they were, but then see how strong they were last week. I mean, whenever you stopping people on fourth down, I mean, whenever you have five and the, they, you yeah. get no, they score no points off of turnovers, that's a hell of an outing by your defense. Um so don't mean to sidetrack there, but Matt Ruffalo has definitely, among a couple of other things, Wandell Robinson leading the SEC and receiving, uh, been yes, been bright spots in what has you're. I mean, because you're kind of right, it is disappointing that they haven't like put it all together. And maybe, maybe that, maybe the time for that, and the perfect time for that, obviously, is this Saturday. I mean, it just seems like. One game, our QB is on point. Our RB is not. Next game, our RB is on point. Our QB is not. We haven't really all connected at the same time, really. Not all. I'm not a part of it, obviously, but I don't know. I think you know what I'm saying. But yeah. Um, I think. And it's fun. And then fumbling, though. The, the Rodriguez fumbled it twice. Luckily, Kentucky recovered both times, but Josh Ali fumbled twice as well, and we did not recover those. So, I mean, I. That's not just Rodriguez there. That's oh, we gotta get our shit together there, man. And we can't yeah. be turning the ball over this much. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. Um, and, and to your point on the turnovers and on, on Will Levis. Yeah, Matt I was about, Jones, I was about to add Will Levis to it as well. <laughs> Matt Jones earlier this week said that he thinks basically if we win the game or not is determined 
this is the best version of himself or mediocre version of himself. And I think he's probably right about that. He probably didn't come up with that. He probably heard somebody say that. Just <laughs> I, I, I do think that that's right. You know, because the, you see, that's the thing, too, about these res- a little different than what we've seen in years past. They're open. Yep. They're not open because they're going against a scrub. They're open because they're running their routes better and they're, they're using their brakes. Like somebody's coached them well enough to where they can actually do what they're supposed to do. Like the interception he threw against South Carolina. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but you're you're getting picked off because you're giving him a chance at it. Put it where only Wandale Robinson can catch it. Put that thing yep. out there, man. I know you got the arm strength. Because when he I feel like a lot of times Okay, well they got a chance to pick it. You ain't picking him if he's overthrown unless it's across the middle. But like a route like that where you're deep like that, it's a shot at the end zone. Air that thing out, man. Yeah, I don't know. He seemed to not have that problem in the first game of the season. Yeah, but, I know, which makes it weird. I, I, mean, I don't I know. And obviously that was against one of the worst teams we'll be meeting. So it's yeah. – I don't know how to feel and about it. But He did say he, – he came out and said something to the effect of, I have to get used to their game speed because their game speed is another level from their practice speed. Mm-hmm. And I can see that, you know, I, 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 we're sitting here complaining about a guy. Well, my God, he's, he's four and oh, as a starter in his collegiate career. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so oh, I think, yeah. let's, let's expectations of the kid are just a little bit. I mean, he, he's, he's been good enough for us to get four wins. Oh yeah. And heck. A couple episodes ago, you and I predicted you ten and two, me eleven and one. If if we got to do it like this, it's we're, we're still idiots. doing it. So I'm sorry, we're still. <laughs> it. I don't care what happens. It doesn't matter. We're idiots for picking that. I mean, well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> it's not. It's not happening, Willis, and you know it. And, I can't. Yeah, we stuck with it. We're maybe that's true, idiots. but what? <laughs> maybe you were right there. But my original, my original prediction. Well, when we when football wasn't even started, I don't even think Will Levis was on the team yeah, yet. You're right. I said I, that did that before the season started. But we also which one the the last one we did or the nine and three? No, wait, no, wait, wait. No, I'm saying we picked uh, we picked a uh, a record before the season ever started. Yeah, which was nine and three for me. I almost think you might have done the same. I believe I was eight and four. Okay, well, f that that ain't happening, buddy. We're going nine and three. At the worst, I, I would say you're probably right. But let's get into this Saturday, I guess. So a couple more headlines here, um, kind of focused on this Saturday. This is the first time in like 40 years that. Uh, okay, Kentucky is ranked on the coaches' poll at number 23, not on the AP poll. I don't know what your problem is, AP, but come on now. So. That's cool. And the headline is like, this is the first time in 40 years Kentucky and Florida are both meeting ranked. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Something like that. 
Um, but that's that's awesome. But then also here's something. I surely you saw this too, but uh, Florida coach Dan Mullen wasn't sure who Wandale Robinson was when asked about the Kentucky wide receiver. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that one? Uh, I, you know, everybody needs a little motivation. We all we all need a kick in the ass. I just hope that it makes Wandell go out there and just go off. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I keep saying his name. Or we, this is yeah. something that we don't talk about <laughs> enough. We every time we said his name tonight, his name is not Wandell. Wandell. It's Wandell. Gosh damn it! I'm telling. <laughs> and you people can laugh. You know, you say what you want. You go look. Take a look at it. How's it spelled? It is not D E L L. That man's name is Juan Dale. <laughs> Juan Dale. I hope he goes. Hope I he do goes too. Off. And to an extent, go ahead. Go ahead. To an extent, what? To an extent, I mean, I kind of get it. Juan Dale has was at Nebraska last year. He's only played four games at Kentucky. But bro, oh, yeah, you're- we're we're coming up on your schedule. You should be looking at what you got coming. So, no, you're you're hundred you're hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. And and he on which part? And he probably he probably has. Well, no, I mean you're right about he he probably, but at the same time he should know. Yeah. Um, okay. But even with those things, like Wandale can still. I mean, I would be like, all right, well, okay, bud, we'll see after Saturday if you know my name or not. Yeah. But then I I also heard, and if this is true, then I I feel differently about Dan Mullen, which he kind of gets on my nerves. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but I somebody said that they thought that Dan Mullen recruited him as a transfer. Nebraska. Well, if that's then, true, then, then yeah, then he obviously. Yeah. So. Wow. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm just saying, I heard it. So, well, hey, uh, we we speak a lot of things we think are true that aren't true on here. So, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I just I just had Kentucky and Florida meeting both ranks for the first time in forty years. I don't remember if I really saw that somewhere. So that could be completely <laughs> out there, incomplete, just straight up wrong. So somebody might correct me on that. So we'll see. But well, you know, technical here about our show. Facts are optional. Yeah. So it really doesn't even matter if it's true or not, because when you listen to us, part of what you've already what you accept when you hit play is (laughs) I I may or may not hear that's true or false. I don't know. You know, you just got to take us at face value. I'm sorry. That's this whole thing that is indeed true okay so i got i got another headline here i don't know if it goes towards the florida game or not um but it's good news uk players involved in frat party fight have resumed practicing uh they they were not indicted for the charges at that fight or whatever the hell happened and they're back on the field practicing jack i don't know are are they potentially going to be on the field and for Florida game, ready to play. Yes. Yes. Okay. A, okay. A, 
a uh, a scenario exists where they play, but also would not be surprised if you don't see them. Or, or maybe this is what's more probably for me. You see a few of them on special teams, mm-hmm. and they and they test them, and they see how they look, and then depending on how the game is going, they throw them out there early, um, and see what they do. You know, sometimes because here's the thing, and and Stoops said this in a press conference or a meet. I don't know what it was, coach's show or something. Um, it's it's one thing to it's one thing to like catch up. I mean, like your routine, but it's another thing to catch up, like <clears throat> as far as your body, because if yeah. they haven't been practicing, then they haven't been and they haven't been playing in the game. Haven't been taking hit. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, so who knows? I mean, each one of them could be different. Vito Tisdale, uh, <laughs> freaking idiot, man. I mean, just sound like I just crawled out <laughs> like some mountain range or something. Vito that was Tisdale. one I was. Uh, it would do what now? But that that was one I was most concerned about. He he had the biggest issue in the situation, but he's good to go too, right? He's good. He's golden. Believe me, if they thought like those charges are felony charges, they're serious charges. If they thought that they were going to convict them and that this was going to be something, then they do it. Like this is a speeding ticket that somebody forgot to pay, and then they yeah. got arrested. Like this is not. That's a different thing. You get arrested people, for not paying a speeding ticket? No, nah, I mean, you can, like, if if you don't pay stuff or something happens and then you get a bench warrant out for your arrest, then, yeah, if you get pulled what, over or something, they're going to take what about those? Down. What about those speeding tickets that, like, that is not from a cop? Like, it's you're, you were driving fast on the road and one of those stupid cameras got you. What about them? Will they come after you if you don't pay that? I'm I'm just asking for out of curiosity, not, I mean, not I any particular reason. I <laughs> I don't know that they like dog the bounty hunter come after you, but I'm sure that if you get pulled over and you have a bunch of unpaid tickets, like it's probably coming up. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I would encourage everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would just say that it life can get a little rocky if you uh, if you don't sometimes the yeah. legal systems you know it all comes out in the end Willis let's just say that okay I really got us off track there I I'm just ready I'm ready to see we talked about Vito a lot before the season started and this crap happened I'm, I was ready to see him hunting some heads out there man because that's that's what you said he'd be doing he'd be hunting it some could. Heads. Oh yeah, it could be you know potentially that he uh, kills someone in the in his first game back uh, <laughs> because he is probably itching. I mean, I would be if I was him. Yeah. Uh, but they also say that, and I, you know, see that's the thing. I, I mean, we've seen Vito, but not really any of those other guys like Jaton McLean. They say, oh, he's good running back. He, he's your third string running back. You'll see him. Well, I mean, will we like it? Is he? How good is he? I no, we don't know. We haven't seen him. And then yep. uh, Andrew Phillips, 
and Joel Williams, those two guys both play in the secondary. We've been a little thin there. Will they play? You know, we don't know. I don't know. I've never seen them play. So, I, I don't know. And that's something I'm looking the most forward to. But what if one of those guys, what if V huge jump and he really is good? I mean, because he made some big hits and stuff when he was playing as a freshman, but he didn't do enough to stay on the field consistently. Yeah. But he was also a freshman, so. That's true. Uh, I guess I want to backtrack a little bit and I want to move on, but well, I want to backtrack, but uh, back to Dale. <laughs> Dude is also now on the watch list for the Nickoff Award, Blicknickoff. I don't know what that is. There's it's probably a lot of awards out there for yeah. the the best. I th- that might. I think we already talked about this. That might be the like a wide receiver award. Again, we don't know if that's accurate, but he's on the watch list for it now. That's pretty awesome. And and last week I said something about the first uh, wide receiver since Derek Abbey to get three straight games with 100 receiving yards. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he did not hit number four. But, like, we, I mean, that, we didn't talk about how huge that actually is. That's the first time since 2001 that that's happened. So, like, it, Wandale is the real deal. And I, I, I back, back to the Mullins shit. I hope he, I hope he shows out Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I was on this podcast earlier uh, this this summer, saying that Florida was not as good as everybody thought they were. I think I might have kind of been wrong about that. Yeah, they lost They lost by, what, two or three points to the best team in the, yeah. of all time. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, Alabama is what they are. They're, they're, they're a machine, and they're good this year, but I don't, I don't know that they're, like, as good as they were last year. I mean, who the hell's – who? I'm, we're we're supposed to be on Mondale right now, but who the hell is any kind of good as as Alabama? I mean, nobody really. But Florida—that's the thing. If you play your like, if you play out of your mind, then normally you can play. If you have those that type, if you have Florida level athletes and they play out of their mind, like they can play yeah. with anybody. You know, one game. So, but but I still stand by the thing of I was probably wrong. They're better than we thought they were. So they can still come in and beat us by two or three touchdowns, and I would be like, okay. I mean, I'm disappointed, but at the same time, it just kind of shows us we're we need we still have some work to do. Because if you turn the ball over, that is what will happen. That's true. Topic there that. Well, I don't know if we got far off talk. I mean, I was talking about Wandell a little bit, but then I got right back to <clears throat> I hope he shows out against Florida, so that kind of got you on Florida again. I don't know if you had anything else to say. Okay, I got a question for you then. Okay. Okay. So, does Wandale come back to Kentucky next year? I feel like it's too early to say. He's a sophomore, uh-huh. right? I mean, see, but that's the thing. Like, uh, that's why I said, knowing what you know now, like through four games, say we go, like you said earlier, say we go nine and three. Yeah. 
Okay, then we go to a bowl game. We presumably win that. Ten and three, that's, I think, the same record we had the Josh Allen year. He's as good, presumably, the next keep winning as he's been the last few. Does he go or not? Uh, well, how does it work with NFL? Does it work with NFL like it does with NBA now? You can go and then decide, no, I'm going to come back? Uh, A lot of I don't know. in this. I don't know, but just, just yeah, go ahead and say that it does. But still, the answer, the question is, does he wind up back? If this man does, I, I, I haven't seen the stats honestly from the last game. I just know we won by six points. But if he does what he's done the first three games, and basically all the games, then dude, be crazy not to try it. I mean, yeah. you don't have wide receivers doing that every game. But he's so far he's gone three for four, hundred yards. You know, yeah, I think he's got like mm-hmm. four hundred yards on the year. So I mean, he is doing his thing. But I don't know, man. It's a, I almost feel like he's one of those guys too, though. That if he were to come back, and then you've got him and Will Levis both as seniors, man. They oh, he's a junior right now. Yeah, they both are. Okay, I thought he was a sophomore. That's that's awesome. He came back for came here for his junior year. Mm-hmm. But hell, why the hell would you want to be in Nebraska? Freaking crazy. Yeah, did you hear the story? The guys our our competition did on it. They had an interview with him, and he said that uh, the reason that he chose he wanted to come to Kentucky, like he was going to come to Kentucky, and the reason that he chose not to is he went to the UK Vandy game. And we had like eighteen passing yards, and he was like, "I'm a wide receiver. I can't. I can't oh, come wow. here." Or no, I, I did not hear that. Yeah, can't blame him. Hell, he had sixty-five in the sixty-five yards in the game against against uh, South Carolina. Well, hell, man, thanks for Liam coming here also again there to big time to get Robinson them yards. It's big time, and you you have the best of both worlds. You got Liam more dynamic and you also have our boy Eddie Graham back in the building so you kind of you kind of got everything you wanted if you're Jack Orham anyway oh yeah it seemed like we weren't Eddie Graham fans last episode but we're, we're I mean obviously you were glad to have him back I'm, I'm glad to have him back too again he's um, not on the field m- yeah much happier that he is back with us not as the offensive coordinator okay I got one more headline that has to do with this Florida game but not necessarily with the game, but here it is. Barry and Brown scheduled to officially visit Kentucky for Florida game. That's the headline. And I don't know if our listeners are familiar with Mr. Barry and Brown, but that's a solid recruit to come visit us. And I, you know a lot more about him than I do. If you want to take this, go ahead. Well, I only know what I've read like in the last – 24 hours because I think this is real news, if you will. Um, I don't know much about his game. Most of what I'm basing, like what I'm saying, most of it's based off the facts he's being recruited by some of the best in the game, Alabama, Ole Miss, some others. Yeah. They said he's one of Nick Saban's top targets. Yep. Uh, that should, that, I mean, that doesn't that say everything? That says <laughs> everything, basically. Yeah, I mean, that, that says everything. Uh, and so, but here's the 
I think is really interesting is that this kid had an official visit to come to Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So either he is doing what I think Dane Key is doing. He's already chosen a school, but he wants to go and use his official visits to go on the trips for free. and enjoy. Or Kentucky is really one of his top five places. I mean, presumably speaking, if if he has five official visits and he picks us as one of the five, then that leads me to believe that we're in the top five. I don't know, man. I think that's huge. It, and even if you don't get him, we're seeing more of these guys where, like, we're in the running for them, but the last couple of schools coming down to their, like, powerhouses. Alabama, so, uh, Ohio State, Clemson. You know, we're not winning all of them, obviously. But we're in the running. But we're in the conversation, which only a few years ago would have been ludicrous to say. Yeah. And but, but we talked on the phone a little bit earlier. You said that these recruits only have five official visits. Is that what you said? I Is that believe, accurate? That's what I said, yes. I believe that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> okay, well, he had uh, – Brown had official visits with Alabama already and also TCU this summer. So that's two. Mm. And then it says he's also considering Ole Miss, Georgia, and Michigan. Mm. That's three more right there. But then he – and it says he previously planned an unofficial visit to Kentucky's campus for the Missouri game, but the plans were scrapped. And now he's doing an official visit for this Florida game. So that means Ole Miss, Georgia, or Michigan is getting the boot there. That's – I mean, damn. Yep, that's that's impressive. And not only that, I think that, as we know, things change very quickly. And so sometimes maybe a kid, I don't know this because I wasn't recruited to do anything, um, <laughs> but maybe a kid who is kind of feeling out his options is like, well, yeah, Kentucky, you know, I like Vince Merrill a lot, blah, blah, blah. They've had Benny Snell, Josh Allen, a couple other guys. But then when you look up and you say, oh, shit, it's, they're, they're 4-0 and they're getting ready to play a top-10 team at home and yeah. they they at least have a chance to win. I mean, maybe I maybe this is better than I thought. Like they have the leading, the SEC's leading uh, receiver, the leader in receiving yards, Wandale Robinson. Maybe Wondale. I could do. Maybe I could do something here. Yeah, Wandale. Do you want me to read to you just a couple of guys that are going to be here this this weekend for this game? Hey, if you want to do it, let the readers, let the listeners know. I'm just going to run through them real quick because, you know, some of these guys you may know and some of them not, but Keontae Goodwin, uh, the, this group is oh, already yeah. committed. These guys are already committed. Keontae Goodwin, who is a five-star offensive tackle, hopefully if we can hold on to him, he's going to come in next year and maybe, maybe start as a freshman like him. I don't I know. Saw, honest, I, sorry to interrupt. I saw a good headline about him earlier, honestly. Um. Damn it, I wish I saved it. I can't remember what it said. It's something like Kentucky feels like home to me or something. It's something that he said. Yeah. Like it was like a it was reassuring that he's not about to decommit from us or anything. Well, good. 
anyway, he's a stud. Jackson Smith, a kicker that's a Kentucky boy, he's coming. Grant Bingham, an offensive tackle who's 6'6", 300 pounds, and is also like a tennis state champion. Uh, he's coming in. Keaton Wade out of uh, Keaton and Destin Wade, the twins out of Tennessee. Um, Alex Safari and Travion Longmire, who are but all these guys are committed for next year. Every one and of these I, guys are committed. Yes, all so those guys are coming. Okay. All right, sorry. Uh, uh, Goodwin said Kentucky's the best place for me, not home for me. Good. But I just want to correct. Good. Wanted to correct that, but yeah, go ahead. Need, sorry. Keep it. Uh, this is big though. These two guys that are uncommitted that are coming, Barry and Brown, who you just talked about, mm. and Dane Key. Oh, wow. <laughs> Those guys, Barry and Brown, 6'1", 175 pounds. I think, now I don't know that, I don't really know that much about our receiving core, but I think he's he would be replacing like a Josh Ali. Yeah. And then Dane Key would be replacing more of like an Isaiah Epps, uh, 6'2", 170 pounds. So, anyway, there there's some more guys that are coming in. I'm not going to run through them all because most of the rest of them are underclassmen. Um, but but they've got some really good talent coming in this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Heck, that's awesome that Dane Key and both Brown will both be at the same time. Oh, my gosh. If you get those two – if if you're really dreaming and you get those two guys to commit, they're they're going to play a lot as freshmen. Oh, I mean, yeah. and, and like I'm I'm saying though, like uh, Dane being able to put some stuff into Brown's ear about it, pretty cool. Yep, that's right, and vice versa. You know, maybe Dane looks at that and he's like. You mean this guy who's ranked higher than me is coming in here yeah. taking an official visit? I mean, I may need to go ahead and lock it up, or <laughs> they might be recruiting over me. Yeah, he's probably not thinking yeah. pretty good. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We've done a pretty long show so far, and we, yeah, we just have. talked about football. Do you want to do any basketball this week at all? Uh. Um, I mean, I can say a couple things here. We can do a little bit. I mean, my phone's on 2%, and we've gone pretty long. But, yeah, yeah, go ahead and say something. Uh, Calipari uh, visited five-star center Adam Bona again um, and ahead of his official visit. So, he's working hard to get that guy. Um, I don't know who it was, but the, uh, like a, a big person or something said that they think – uh, Bona and what's that other kid's name? Uh, Wallace. Yeah, Casey Wallace. B- both of them, they think, are a lock for Kentucky. Like that was from some big sports media guy that thinks that's happening. So, hopefully, recruiting things are still going great with with basketball out there. I know we're in a back and forth battle with Duke for the number one recruiting class for that year. So, hopefully, we pull it out. I don't know that we pass them now after they added Lively. Just because they've got, I mean, they've got more guys in the top ten. I don't know, man. No, we'll have three in the top ten. We will, but I think theirs are more highly ranked. And then they've also got that Kyle Flipowski kid, or however you pronounce his name. We've got the number one recruit. They've got number two. And then Chris Livingston, who's our boy. Derek Whitehead, who is Duke's boy. 
are kind of flip-flopping through four, five, and six. Okay, and Casey Wallace is ahead of their other recruit, Kyle Filipkowski. I don't know. I think we can pull it out if we get Bona and Wallace as well. It's it's oh, interesting. Sorry. I'll say that. I mean, I, I I still can't believe it. John Shire yeah. pulling this off with Coach K leaving, but I can't either. But you know, Coach K's going sitting in them living rooms with him. Yeah, because that's part of his legacy too. Is how Shire does. So. I hate to rush off, man, but I'm on that 1%, and I don't know what happens if my phone dies and we don't end this. Okay, that's fine, but you know me. There's always a, a last headline that needs to be said. Okay. Here we go. Finally, brace yourselves, cool cats and kittens. Tiger King Season 2 is coming. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Definitely watch it, too. It's coming November 17th, man. It's coming quick. Ah, I love it. The wife will be on maternity leave. We're going to really burn some <laughs> shows up. Heck yeah. I certainly did that when, <laughs> when we were doing that last year, too. So, man. or two years ago. Shit. Tomorrow, uh, I, I hate to do work. This. So, we're, we're all over it. It's, it's go time. Hell yeah. I hate to do this, but I like, I got, I got a couple more Tiger King headlines to go with this week's random stuff. Okay. Whatever. I've, I've been, I've been trying to use this the past few times we've done a show, but other cool cat things have happened. But I don't know if you saw it, but uh, one of the Tiger King uh, cast members passed away, and that was that was Eric Crow. Um, I wish I had some quotes from him, but he he was kind of the long haired dude, had glasses. He seemed kind of high a lot. With with the uh, the amputee, he he no, has- not that one, not that one. You'll know him when you see him. Yeah, yeah he, he passed away at 53, Man, sadly. I hate that. And and lastly here, um, it got a bit of a three-parter this week for the random headline, and it's all Tiger King, man. Um, thought we should go ahead and announce to the, to the viewers, the cast of Tiger King is actually doing some kind of live show. Um, it's called Uncaged, the Untold Stories from the cast of Tiger King. Oh, uh, and it's a lot of the cast members going around just talking to people. Maybe they're taking questions. I have no idea. But hey, they're coming to Owensboro February 12th, 2022. Hmm. February 12th, 2022. Tickets start at just $19.99. So, hey, guys, go get your tickets. Go see your Tiger King cast. Hmm. I don't know. I, don't, I guess Joe won't be there, but hey, you'll see whoever is. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Joe will be there. <laughs> I think he's uh, he's gonna be in the pokey for that one. Yeah, but hey, I I mean I guess that's a show, guys. With how late this is coming to some of you, you may not have listened until after the Florida game, and we hope you're listening with joy from a victory. Um, yeah, we haven't beat Florida since 2018, and obviously you know the story of how long it was before that. So, mm-hmm. I we hope it's really hoping our boys come together on all cylinders this Saturday. Yep, yep. We got the guys for it, man. We do, man. Let's cross our fingers and hope it happens. We got six guys back from frat party fight. We got Cavassier to step in if Rodriguez is still struggling. We got the wide wide receivers out the wazoo, man. And we got Will Levis ready to step up and show he's a real deal. I love it. I'm ready for it. And Wandell, he's going to show Mullen just who he is, too. I love it, man. Let's go win this thing. 
let's win it, man, and let's go eleven and one, or, or nine and three. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll go something. I don't think it'll be eleven and one, but we'll see. Yeah, we will see. But that's a wrap, guys. As always, <clears throat> we thank you for listening. I haven't said it in a while, but uh, rate, revive. Oh shit! Rate, subscribe, review. Like whatever it is they're doing on these things now. Look up our Facebook page. Like us there. We're on Twitter too. Jack and Zach, or no, it's just Jack Zach Talk Cats. That's it, man. Uh, this is a show. We're glad to. We're glad to do three three times in a row, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. I enjoyed it for sure. Go cats. What you talking, mate? Look at the eye.